0: It's nice to be back. Yes, it is. How are you? Fine, thank you. How are you? I'm doing good. It is October. I can't believe it. It's uh, This is my favorite time of year. I, uh, yes. October through February. If they knew
1: you, they would know right now everything's decorated for Halloween.
0: True. True. But you know what? I think this is the most mellow we've ever decorated for Halloween. Yes. I think as we get o- a little bit older, the kids get a little bit older. Yeah. It's not as extreme. No,
1: but cute pillows, cute, all the little lovely, the fall stuff, very lovely. Thank
0: you. It's a little difficult to get in the mood when it's 100 degrees outside. Exactly. And smoky. Yeah, from the fires. Yeah. Yeah. Makes it difficult. It does, but, you know, we'll just say it's the fall weather. (laughs) That's (laughs) California fall weather. Yeah, there we go. Is there anything you wanted to talk about before we get started?
1: No. no. Nothing. How about
0: you? I don't think
1: so. No. No. We can
0: just get right into it. Would you like to start us in prayer? I will. Yes.
1: Heavenly Father, I know you're with me and love me. Give me peace of mind as I prepare for this time of study. Help me to focus on my books and notes Keep me from all distractions so that I will make the best use of this time that is available to me. Give me insight that I might understand what I am studying and help me to remember it when the time comes. Above all, I thank you for the ability to be able to study and for the many gifts and talents that you have given me. Help me always to use them in such a way that they honor you and do justice to myself. Amen.
0: Amen. Yes. Okay. So before we get started in Leviticus. Can't believe it. Let's do a recap of Numbers, chapters 7 through 10, verses 1 through 10. Uh, The tribal leaders presented gifts and offerings to the Lord in front of the tabernacle, which were brought for burnt grain and peace offerings. The Levites were in charge of the tabernacle. Uh, the Lord told Moses how the unclean were to celebrate the Passover. And then the Israelites traveled and camped as God guided. He God appeared as a pillar of cloud by day and a pillar of fire by night. Love that. Yes. Now that's all I had for the recap. Was there anything you wanted to touch on? No, same. Same. I just love that cloud. Oh. Just ready to go.
1: Yes. We should be that prepared. Yeah, we should be. Because we don't know when he's coming. No. We should be that prepared as they were, mm. like, in, in an instant. Like, if he was to come right now, we're ready to go. Yeah. In our hearts. In our hearts and everything. Everything, we're ready to go. Yeah. yeah. It's a it's a journey, though. That's the thing. It is a journey. It's a journey, and, and you're never going to be perfect. You're never no. going to... Feel adequate enough that, hey, you know, it's just our, it just is, but we can always strive to be doing, to, to be getting there. Yes. Yeah.
0: That's a great point. Yes. Okay. So let's talk about Leviticus because this is a new book we're starting. Yes. It is the third book in the Bible. It derives its name from Levi, the tribe of Israel designated to serve as priests and it was written in 1445 BC by Moses.
1: Okay. And
0: for those that don't know, BC before Christ, AD after death. Sometimes you'll see BCE, which is before Common Era, but that's that's a, a whole different. Thing. That's a whole different ballgame. Okay. Um, the first seven chapters of Leviticus primarily teach us about which sins required an offering and procedures for these five offerings. And those five offerings were burnt grain, peace, sin, and guilt. Uh, I'm going to put this on the Facebook page, but there is a great chart in our Bible and it breaks down each of the offerings, what they mean, you know, what they signify, all that, the procedures. So I'm going to put that on the Facebook page. Okay, good. Yeah. Okay, was there anything you wanted to talk no. about before we get to chapter one? No, I'm good. Okay, so chapter one of Leviticus. Uh, this first chapter teaches us about the procedures for the burnt offerings. They were voluntary offerings to make payments for sin in general, and they showed a person's devotion to God. Now, at this time, the tabernacle was completed. The Israelites were camped at the foot of Mount Sinai. And the Lord told Moses exactly how the Israelites were going to, how they were to present animals as a burnt offering. Because, you know, all this is new to the Israelites. So God, you know, as he's been doing this whole time, he's telling them exactly how everything is to be laid out. Um, Leviticus chapter 1 verse 4 Lay your hand on the animal's head, and the Lord will accept its death in your place to purify you, making you right with him. Now, did you have notes for chapter one at all? Um,
1: I had the tabernacle where God met with Moses was actually the tent of meeting, a smaller structure inside the larger tabernacle. The tent of meeting contained the sanctuary in one part and the most highly placed with the ark in another. These two sections were separated by a curtain. God revealed himself to Moses in the most holy place. Um, Exodus 33, 7, if we remember, mentions the tent of meeting where Moses met God before the tabernacle was constructed. Many believe it served the same function as the one described here. Remember, he would go in there and meet with him. Yes. And then the cloud would come down in front of the door that's right when he was in there mm-hmm. I, re- I so remember that that's so right i just thought how neat that it's now inside there with the most holy of holy mm. so beautiful like That yeah
0: did you have any other notes um because all i have ha- all i have left for chapter one are notes they had some amazing things in there yes i have a lot of notes but go ahead you you do something yeah okay all right um When God taught his people to worship him, he placed great emphasis on sacrifices. Why? Sacrifices were God's Old Testament way for people to ask forgiveness for their sins. Since creation, God has made it clear that sin separates people from him and that those who sin deserve to die. Because, quote unquote, everyone has sinned, and that's from Romans 3.23, God designed sacrifice as a way to seek forgiveness and restore a relationship with him. Because he is a God of love and mercy, God decided from the very first that he would come into our world and die to pay the penalty for all humans. This he did in his son, who, while still God, became a human being. In the meantime, before God made this ultimate sacrifice of his son, he instructed people to kill animals as sacrifices for sin. Animal sacrifice accomplished two purposes. One, the animal symbolically took the sinner's place and paid the penalty for sin. And two, the animal's death represented one life given so that another life could be saved. This method of sacrifice continued throughout the Old Testament times. It was effective in teaching and guiding the people and bringing them back to God. But after Christ's death, no more sacrifices were needed. He took our punishment once and for all. Animal sacrifice is no longer required. Now any person can be free from the penalty of sin by simply believing in Jesus, acknowledging Jesus' sacrifice in exchange, and accepting the forgiveness Jesus offers. Wonderful. Gosh. I know. It just, from the beginning, it
1: all pointed to God on the Jesus on the cross, or God. It did. Yes. A life for a life. You know, like sin had to be blood had to be shed mm-hmm.
0: yeah even way back when yeah that's just that's how it had to be
1: yes it and it and it all pointed to jesus on the cross
0: mm-hmm. yeah. Mm. yeah now did you have any what, i did yeah. I
1: put, um on one one it said our cultural's casual attitude towards sin ignores the cost of sin and the need for repentance and restoration. Although many of the rituals of Leviticus were designed for the culture of the day, their purpose was to reveal a high and holy God who should be loved, obeyed, and worshipped. God's laws and sacrifices were intended to bring out true devotion of the heart. The ceremonies and rituals were the best way for the Israelites to focus their lives on God, and understanding that they couldn't do it alone—that mm-hmm. you know—that he—he was there. He was going to,
0: just like the cloud, yeah, taking them every day. You know, yeah. Uh, I had in the notes: What did sacrifices teach the people? one by requiring perfect animals and holy priests they taught reverence or deep respect for a holy god two by demanding exact obedience they taught total submission to god's laws three by requiring an animal of great value they showed the high cost of sin and demonstrated the sincerity of the people's commitment to god by their nature sacrifices required the use of all the senses in worship, encouraging a whole person response to God. Some sacrifices were voluntary while others were required. The sacrificial system taught a combination of requirements before God, but also presented opportunities for heartfelt voluntary response to God. So even back in uh, Cain and Abel day, it kind of like God was even showing then that, when when there's going to be a, a an offering it has to be a certain offering yeah. and it has to be the best. it can't just be no you know wishy-washy right And you know we
1: have to realize if if you killed every person oh you sinned that's it you're gone. Mm. There'd be none left yeah you know really yeah because there was so many more animals and stuff I mean I, I thought about that when I was little. Hmm. Well, why didn't the person just get killed? You know, I thought, but then you think, well, there wasn't so many people.
0: You know what I mean? It was different, yeah. 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 I mean, you know. Um, did yeah. you have any more notes that's, from that section? No, that's it. Okay. Yeah. So let's move on to chapter two. Now, chapter two, I got to tell you, before we get into that, when we read this the first time, like a year ago, I, I thought it was interesting, but I was like, okay, offerings, green offerings, yes. da, da, da. Going through it this time, I seem to get so much more out of it. Abs- me too. I I was like, okay, this is really neat, especially when I kind of, I had to write it down, because I, I I like to take notes. Anyway. Yes, I know. So <laughs> Which I love about you, yes. So, you know, when I, I'm writing everything down, like the, the highlights of each, um, you know, of each chapter... I'm like, oh, this all kind of flows together. It made more sense. Yes, it does. So chapter 2 describes what the Lord told Moses about grain offerings and how the Israelites were to present them. The grain offerings were also voluntary and showed honor and respect to God in worship. They acknowledged that all we have belongs to God. Now in Leviticus chapter 2 verses 8 through 10, It says, no matter how a grain offering for the Lord has been prepared, bring it to the priest who will present it at the altar. The priest will take a representative portion of the grain offering and burn it on the altar. It is a special gift, a pleasing aroma to the Lord. The rest of the grain offering will then be given to Aaron and his sons as their food. This offering will be considered a most holy part of the special gifts presented to the Lord. I love how part of the offerings most times went to the priests yes. and that that's it fed him. yeah it fed them that's it took care of them yes
1: he thought of everything yeah i know i just
0: i know it now Precious. Did, did you have notes for that part yes okay
1: um why was no yeast allowed in grain offerings yeast is a bacterial fungus or mold therefore an appropriate symbol for sin It grows in bread dough just as sin grows in life. A little yeast will affect the whole loaf, just as a little sin can ruin a whole life. Jesus expanded this analogy by warning about the yeast of the Pharisees and Sadducees. How do you visualize the the effect of sin in your life? What do you do to eliminate sin from your attitudes or actions? Mm. Yeah. And then... Salt is a good symbol of God's activity in a person's life because it penetrates,
0: preserves, and aids in healing. Uh, that note was really good. Yeah. Uh, you know, I had never thought about it before Yeah. that way, how salt was so important and then oil and, and yeah. or maybe we're going to get to that part. But the grain offering accompanied all burnt offerings and was a gift of thanks to God. It reminded the people that their food came from God and that they therefore owed their lives to Him. Three kinds of grain offerings are listed one fine flour with oil and incense, two baked cakes or wafers of fine flour and oil, three roasted kernels of grain or corn with oil and incense. The absence of yeast which you just touched upon, symbolized the absence of sin, and the oil symbolized God's presence. Part of the grain offering was burned on the altar as a gift to God, and the rest was eaten by the priests. The offerings helped support them in their work. So even the the, the foods all signified something. Yes. Everything. Everything did. Now, did you have anything else for chapter 2? No, I don't. Okay. So, Chapter 3 teaches us about the procedures for the peace offerings. They were voluntary and used to express gratitude to God and symbolized peace and fellowship with God. The the tabernacle must have been really busy. I'm telling you. Always. Yeah. I mean,
1: yes. No COVID could be there. I mean, there was too many people going around. You know? I mean, they were...
0: Hip to hip. Tabernacle Times did not have the patience for COVID. No, they would have said, uh, so sorry.
1: <laughs> We've got to just keep this going. Yeah.
0: <laughs> we don't have time for this. You know? They weren't like, listen, Jebediah, we cannot let you in with your offering unless you have a shield or a mask over your face. Yeah, The COVID's here. <laughs>
1: You better just, yeah. It's not gonna work today. Yeah. No, not today. You know.
0: I, I could see Jeff yelling back, Amy. Do you get my mask? Do you have my mask?
1: Do you have my skin? <laughs> my sheep skin. <laughs> That's what they would have been. They probably would have. It probably would have been a skin.
0: Do you have my goat skin mask, Amy? I've got to give the offering.
1: And I would say, Jeff, you were responsible for your own. Where did you leave your goat skin yeah. mask? Yeah, I'm not responsible. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Oh. Oh.
0: Okay, so let's move on mm. with Jeff. Oh, did you have a note for chapter I don't,
1: three? I I don't.
0: I have a little one. Uh, A person gave a peace offering as an expression of gratitude and a means of maintaining fellowship with God. The animal's sacrificed life emphasized the value of that gratitude and harmony. Neither peace with God nor thanks to God was to be considered a cheap or unimportant gift. Because it symbolized peace with God, part of the offering could be eaten by the person presenting it. Okay, so chapter 4. The fourth chapter describes the procedures for the sin offering, which is our first required offering. Uh, The sin offering made payment for unintentional sins of uncleanness, neglect, or thoughtlessness. It restored the sinner to fellowship with God and showed the seriousness of sin. Now, did you have a note for that part? I do. Okay. The sin
1: offering was for those who... First, committed a sin without realizing it, or committed a sin out of weakness or negligence as opposed to outright rebellion against God. Both individuals and groups could be guilty of unintentional sin. Different animals were sacrificed for the different kinds of sin. The death of Jesus Christ was the final sin offering in the Bible. Mm. That's why you should pray every day. Father, forgive me if I've sinned today. Honestly. Yeah. Lord, have Lord, if I've wronged somebody without even knowing, Lord, please forgive me honestly.
0: And that's the best way to handle it. Yes, because it is. Then, then maybe, you know, because you're going humbly to the Lord and apologizing, but then maybe the Lord will show you. Yeah. Yeah, you did this, and I'm going to show you why you shouldn't do this
1: right reveal and maybe you can ask for someone's forgiveness Mm -hmm. you know like right here unintentional sins maybe that's another way to say it Mm. an unintentional but i know i probably had gotten into you know who knows oh goodness i mean
0: every everybody does
1: you know and you know those children are good at telling you that Yours really do. I know why that, I that female does. <laughs> she really, know. Yeah. Well, that's fine. Whatever.
0: <laughs> okay. They they love to point out maybe when your mouth isn't the cleanest. Or... I know it's
1: really not nice to do to me. But they're, I help, I guess they're helping. Whatever.
0: I'll we'll help
1: them one day too. Anyway, but yeah, that, and without realizing it, so yeah, it'd just be part of the routine. It would have to be. Yeah. I'm sure it was. And you know what's sad is probably the poorest of the poor were doing it all the time back then. Yeah. Not the ones that really needed it. Yeah. Or maybe they were. I'm not here to judge anybody. You just don't know. We don't know. We don't know.
0: Mm-mm. Those poor doves. Well, listen, all those animals back then, they all had a purpose.
1: I just can't imagine the blood.
0: Yeah, it it just had to be something. Or did someone drain them somewhere first? I don't think they explained what happened to all of it. But yeah, because the blood was, we'll get into that in a sec, because the blood was so sacred. Yeah. So we'll see. Okay. Yeah. Now, chapter five. Okay, we learn about some of the sins which required a sin offering. In Leviticus chapter 5, verses 5 and 6, When you become aware of your guilt in any of these ways, you must confess your sin. Then you must bring to the Lord as the penalty for your sin a female from the flock, either a sheep or a goat. This is a sin offering with which the priest will purify you from your sin, making you right with the Lord. The You know, that's so amazing that he allowed that. He's yes. like, okay, you're going to sin, but you can still be right with me. You can still, yeah. that I know it. That was... And did you have anything for that first part? I
1: did. Okay. It says, even Jesus's death will be of little value to us if we do not repent and follow him. It is like a vaccine for a dangerous
0: disease. It won't help unless it enters the bloodstream. Mm. Now, in that part, we also learn about procedures for the required guilt offering. Uh, This made payment for sins against God and others. A sacrifice was made to God and the injured person was repaid or compensated. It provided compensation for injured parties. In uh, Leviticus chapter 5, verses 14 and 15, in part, it says, Then the Lord said to Moses, If one of you commits a sin by unintentionally defiling the Lord's sacred property, You must bring a guilt offering to the Lord. And there was a note in that section. Did you have that
1: note? I don't think.
0: Oh, the guilt
1: offering was a way of taking care of sin committed unintentionally. It was for those who sinned in some way against sacred property, the tabernacle or priesthood, as well as those who unintentionally sinned against someone. In either case, a ram with no defects had to be sacrificed. And those harmed by the sin had to be compensated for their loss, plus a 20% penalty. Even though Christ's death has made guilt offerings unnecessary for us today, we still need to ta- make things right to those we hurt. Mm. That's for sure.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is. it's still
1: important today. It is. And if everyone followed that, it would just be a nicer place to live. It would. Instead of trying to jip people and purposely
0: not be truthful you know but i think for a lot and i'm not putting myself out of this me too but you have to put your like pride aside yeah and be like no that was wrong right and that's hard sometimes it is um anything else for chapter five no good okay chapter six Now, here in chapter 6, the Lord explained to Moses what sins required a guilt offering and provided further instructions for the other offerings. Yes.
1: Now, did you have the note for that part? I had for chapter 6, 1 through Mm 7 about the um, requiring for a guilt offering. Mm -hmm. If you have gotten something deceitfully, then confess your sin to God, apologize to the owner, and returning return the stolen items with interest if you did that that would take such a weight if someone stole something you even see it on the news the person will say all i want is it back
0: mm mm-hmm. mhm
1: yeah just give me it back like there's been this violin stole i don't know if you've seen it on the news it was a family heirloom oh no here i haven't by seen it where 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 we live okay someone took it out of their their um, the son's car. Oh. And it was like the great 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 grandfathers. And they just want it back and they will give the person what it was worth. You know, they just really want it. It's not really worth anything but to them, you know, and if you did that, what that would mean so much to someone, you know, and really how do you feel if you were to take something? Yeah. You know, I don't know. That's just, what a person you would be to do that. Yeah. You know,
0: right? And it's, she, she, you can turn on the news any time of the day, and you will see people, unfortunately, looting and yeah. just causing mayhem, um, stealing, I mean, things you can't even believe with your eyes that you're starting to see. Yeah. And it's like, how, they're so lost. They are. These folks are so lost. Yeah. And there's so much hate in them right now.
1: How did they get there? You wonder,
0: I don't know. I don't know how all this, all this hate uh, has just kind of infested our world lately. Yeah. It's, it's, it's sad and it's scary, but the thing, I think the thing to remember is there are, so many people that are good out there. Yes. You can't forget that. You really can't. It's like with them a lot of the times I think with, with TV and stuff, they, they show you this stuff, mm-hmm. you know, for, for different reasons. And it's like, yeah, okay, we're aware of it, but let's turn off the TV right now. And just remember there are a lot of good people out there too. Absolutely. So many. Yeah, who don't have hateful hearts.
1: huh. That's what you have to remember. You really do. And you have to remember you don't answer to a human. Mm-hmm. You answer to God. We just heard a story yesterday about um, here where the fires are. Yeah. There, I guess the government sets up people, uh, the firemen, if they've been on like a three-day shift or whatever. So this one crew from... I can't remember where. They were set up in a hotel here. And when they woke up the next day, everything was stolen from the fire. From the fire engine. Are you kidding me? No. Oh my gosh. And I thought, now that is sad. Because, first of all, these men have not been home for like a month to even see their little children. Mm-hmm. Their wives. Their They have given their all mm-hmm. to be fighting for us you know mm-hmm. fighting for then to come out they're so exhausted they just go lay on a bed and every single thing that could be taken from that fire engine was just ransacked i mean i can't even imagine like and you know they just got up they got going the the people came and brought them the stuff the i don't know who they were yeah but and then they went and fought the fire again but it's just you just pray for those people who did that because what where are their hearts where are their you just pray they get to know the lord
0: yeah any sense of morals exactly any sense of right and wrong it's almost makes you sick to your stomach yeah i didn't
1: hear about that that's horrible it's just terrible we heard from it from a a gal at our church her her son-in-law was one of the people on the fire engine oh okay and I mean, just everything, every single, you're like, what, what, how do you, what good are you doing? Yeah. You know, but just pray for them, the people that did
0: it too. Yeah. I mean, I know. And but, that's, and that's important to remember because all, you know, the people that are lost, that are doing bad things, we have to pray for them. We do. We have to pray for them. Because you don't want hate in your heart. No, you don't. It makes you mad. These things will make you mad because that's just part of being human. Exactly. But you have to pray for them and, you know, just let let God get a a hold of their hearts eventually. Yep. Absolutely. Mm. That's right. Mm. So, but anyway, yeah. Okay. All right. So the other note that was in there, it said, well, the previous offerings and sacrifices were ones that the people did, this section deals with general and continual priestly duties. The burnt offering was presented in the morning and evening for the whole nation. The holy fire on the altar had to keep burning because God had started it. This represented God's continual presence in the sacrificial system. That's, Isn't that amazing yeah, to, to have seen that? It showed the people that only by God's gracious favor could their sacrifices be acceptable. God's fire is present in each believer's life today. He lights the fire when the Holy Spirit comes to live in us, and he tends it so that we will grow in grace as we walk with him. That's beautiful, too. Oh, yes. When we are aware that God lives in us, we have confidence to come to him for forgiveness and restoration. We can carry out our work with strength and enthusiasm. I just love oh, that. Oh, it it just is
1: wonderful. And he does keep that fire going in us. Yeah. He really does. Then the more you listen to that Holy Spirit, the more it's burning bright. Yeah. You know? Ugh. It is. Yeah.
0: Now, anything else for chapter 6? No, I don't have anything. Okay, on, on to chapter 7. Chapter 7 continues with further instructions for the guilt offerings and peace offerings, and these were very specific instructions on how to prepare and present the offerings. Uh, The Lord also explained to Moses that the fat and blood of an animal may never be consumed or they will be cut off from the community. Um, in the little note for that section, it said the fat portions were regarded as the best portions. Therefore it was appropriate to dedicate them only to God because blood was the river of life and life was God's gift and his alone. Blood had to be returned to God and not used by people. So he was letting the Israelites know then. Yes. The, the blood will, always be precious yeah sacred light S- yeah. sacred yes yes he did uh then the lord told moses which portions of the peace offerings were to be burnt and which were to be given to the priests as a gift and there was a note in that section did did you have that is it 28 through 30 yes
1: god told the people of israel to bring their peace offerings personally with their own hands They were to take time and effort to express thanks to God. You are the best person to express your thankfulness to God and to others. Do you leave it to others to express thanks to someone who has been helpful? Do you rely on the one leading in prayer to thank God for you? Take time to communicate your personal gratitude, excuse me, both to God and
0: to others who have helped and blessed you. Mm. That's true. That is, and you know what, it it makes the, a world of difference. Yeah, take that time out of your day and just thank God. Yeah, just talk to him. Yeah, just thank him. Mm-hmm. You don't. You don't. It doesn't have
1: to be uh, said in a proper way or anything. You just, you know.
0: And that's the thing. Do you think that a lot of people maybe get? Mm, nervous or intimidated like oh my gosh I I don't know what I'm doing or am I saying this right I don't know if there is a wrong way to do it there's not a wrong way but we are taught you should um
1: if someone wants to know this yes um, no you're taught like in the beginning you thank him Mm -hmm. and then you give your prayer petition like thank you lord for all your blessings and then you are to say what what you're praying like um whatever your prayer is your prayer petition and then you close and thank you god i'm leaving knowing you're going to answer this prayer to your will Mm. let your will be done Mm -hmm. with this prayer you know it may not it's going to be answered but it's going to be answered the way you want you want him to answer it the way he feels fit Mm -hmm. You know, I, I, that's how I was taught, mm-hmm. and it says it in the Bible. Yeah. You know, you you open with Thanksgiving, your petition, and closing, knowing that He's going to take care of it. But but,
0: you don't have to do it that way. No, but I am so glad that you explained that because we we haven't explained that yet, yeah. and for a lot of the people out there who who are beginners. They need to know that. Yeah, and and sometimes some people like
1: structure. Mm. You know, maybe someone here likes structure, like, okay, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that, I'm going to do that. Mm -hmm. And I don't know, that's always helped me, like, okay, I'm leaving knowing that I'm giving this to you wholeheartedly, and I want your will to be done with this, and let me understand understand that whatever your will is, I'm going to go with it. You know, Mm -hmm. because, you know, we think we have the answer. That we know the right way it's going to, oh yeah, we need this done. But no, <laughs> you know, <laughs> as you get older, you realize, you know, Yeah. like that song, Thank God for Unanswered Prayers. Thank God for Unanswered Prayers.
0: Yeah. Really? Yeah. When you're a
1: teeny bopper? <laughs> Come on. <laughs> I mean, when you don't have it, you know what I yeah, mean. Yeah. But yeah, that's how I was always taught to pray. You know, there isn't a wrong way. And I talk to them all day, don't
0: you? Um, Some days. Yeah, no, it just, it
1: depends on the day. Yeah, and you can just say, how are you today? Or God, I'm going to thank you, Lord, for this. Or if I go by a wreck.
0: Oh, you yeah. You know what
1: I mean, Lord, be
0: with us. You know, uh, what else, oh, I think what, <laughs> one of the positives of wearing these masks is I can talk to myself all day I in the know. store. And no one knows better. <laughs> no kidding. I am constantly talking to myself. You may keep it on. I may, just so I can keep blabbing to myself. Yeah. And it also hides my rest. Well, I can't say that word. I have a resting face that sometimes isn't the friendliest. I'll put it okay. like that. And so I remember when, when Chris and I first got married, he's like, "What? what's wrong? Why are you so serious? I'm like, what? What's wrong? He's like, well, it looks like you're mad. I'm like, no. It's just my face. Yeah. And so it hides that. I'm it like, does. all right. Yeah, there you go. But, uh, but yeah, so I'll, or, you know, yeah, it's like between talking to myself or just like talking to the Lord, it's like, okay, all yeah. right, Lord. Here we are. Here we <laughs> are. Lord help us. Lord get us through. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Especially at the Walmart. You oh. could be talking to the Lord all day at the Walmart. You really can And, and yeah, we could. <laughs>
1: We've saw, yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: (laughs) Every anyone who's ever stepped into a Walmart knows. knows. They you just know. Yeah, we love we love our Walmart. We love the Walmart.
1: (laughs) Yes. Okay,
0: so continuing on, I don't think did we read the note for seven? Yeah. Oh, we did. Okay.
1: I'm just. It's fine.
0: Well, did you have anything else then for this reading? Let's
1: see. I did. On 738, Mm -hmm. God gave his people many rituals and instructions to follow. All the rituals in Leviticus were meant to teach the people valuable lessons. But over time, the people became indifferent to the meanings of these rituals. And they began to lose touch with God. When your church appears to be conducting dry, meaningless rituals, instead of criticizing or becoming discouraged, try rediscovering the original meaning and purpose behind each. Your worship will be revitalized. Mm. There you go. We don't have many rituals. I mean, we have our, you know, once a month, our Lord's table, I mean, you know, and that's I don't find that dry I find it refreshing no you know, once a month which what is where that? you're you take the Lord's Supper like they give you the the piece of bread and the wine this is my body you know just once a month okay but now some churches do that every week oh okay but it makes it special mm-hmm. and I always grew up with it only being once a month okay so I don't know some do it it's the first week the first Sunday of the month, but I know some churches do it every week.
0: Everyone does it a little different. Everyone
1: does it different, and that's okay. Okay. But, um, you know, I just can't stress enough for them to always be sure that they're getting the right doctrine. I, I'm i sorry to say it again, but please be sure you're at a church that has just biblically-based
0: doctrine.
1: Yes. Please that's that's the most important. Yeah. And like we say we're no experts.
0: Oh goodness, no. But
1: we just we just pray for you guys that you just get biblically.
0: Now, explain cuz cuz we keep saying, okay, the, just the biblical doctrine. What's an example of a non-biblical dr- doctrine so people can understand, "Oh, okay, this is what you mean." Well, if you were at a
1: church that never talked about Hell. Mm-hmm. Or about um, if they said, oh, if you sin, you know, it's fine. Or if they're just saying all the good news. Okay. In the Bible. Mm-hmm. If they're just talking about all the good things and never saying, you know, listen, you've got to straighten up or you're going to go to hell. hmm When you leave this earth, then you need to, if it was me, I would be going to a different church. Okay. Because... If you look up like prosperity teachings um, or if they're just teaching like good news, I I don't mean to, you know, stuff like that. That is not biblically based teachings. Mm -hmm. That's just good news teachings. That's just happiness. And you, there is a heaven and there is a hell. Yeah. As you and I. No.
0: Yeah.
1: And you don't wanna you wanna be directed in the right way.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: A church isn't all about asking for money. Mm-hmm. You know, that that's not what a church is all about. Mm-hmm. A church is about a community, a family, um, has your your eternity, eternal life at heart. They're, they're that's what their concern is. If you're just hearing all about, oh, did you fight a Goliath this week? Was you Did you have putting you into the Bible? Mm-hmm. That's wrong. Yeah, Is
0: that a way to say? I would say that's a great example. Yeah.
1: This Bible isn't about you. Mm-hmm. This is about the man, about God who died, Jesus who died on the cross for you. I think that's it. And mm-hmm. I would... I would just make me be be sure that I'm at a church that
0: just teaches the Bible. And if you are curious about different churches in your area, um, maybe the best way to start, you could always go online. Almost every church has an online presence, a website. And they'll always put, you know, this is what we're about. This is what we believe. Yes. So you could always check that first. And then you could always go in and go in for a service. And pray about it first. Oh yes. Yes. Pray about it. Go into a service. See see how you like it. Read
1: their statement of faith.
0: Thank you. Yep.
1: Read their statement of faith. Watch Christ Alone. Oh yeah. No, American Gospel Christ Alone on YouTube. That would be your best thing to watch.
0: It Netflix. Netflix. What did I say? YouTube. Oh. I don't know if it's on YouTube. No, I know it's, it's on, on Netflix. Netflix. Yeah.
1: Christ Alone.
0: No. America. American
1: Gospel. Christ Alone. How many times have we not remembered that name? But it's really good. That will really forget everything
0: else I've said and watch that. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> don't you think? Yes. I thought the information in that was was amazing. Yes it is profound
1: that will put you on the right path friends i think that would be great friends
0: and if we can pray for you please tell us please drop us drop us an email or a message on facebook and no problem at all yeah so let's did you have anything else for the reading or anything just thank you for letting us be in your lives. oh my gosh thank you Yes. So let's give out some information. Uh, the email is basic bible study nineteen, the number nineteen at gmail.com, Facebook.com slash my basic bible study. And the website is my basic bible You can find all the information on there. Oh, and I forgot to put this down. Uh, we we just got added to Amazon Music, their podcast oh. section. Yes, so la di da. Yeah, Amazon Music just started up. Uh, they they're including podcasts now, so I I put in the information, and Thank so we're you. there now. Oh, great! So yeah, you can listen to us on it on Amazon as well. And uh, so next time, it's going to be a big one, but we can handle it. Sure, we can. Leviticus chapters eight through seventeen. Wonderful! It's going to be good. Yeah, we'll behave. Will we? Maybe. (laughs) (sighs) All right, everyone. Thank you for joining us. Take care, and we will catch you next time. Thank you.